What's up, everybody? Welcome to Progressive Talk Live, the greatest show on earth. This is where you want to be. I'm your host, Humble Dusty Smith. This is episode 18. This is our first ever Wednesday show. We're going to try this shit out and see how it works. We're doing an all-religious show today. People have asked me to do it. And I promise you guys, if I got up to $1,500 on Patreon, I would do a Wednesday show. We're almost there. We're so close. Uh, thanks in large part to JT, our large, generous donor, but also 152 other people out there. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We're almost to 1500 so please help us get there. A dollar or two a month, it all adds up. If you can help, please do so. Gonna have a good show tonight. Gonna cover all of this stuff. Let me click this button so people know we're doing the show. Gonna cover all this stuff. Man, this was the easiest show to put together I have ever done. I literally took 15 minutes to go through stories, and it's just so much religious stuff out there. And I haven't covered any of this stuff in the last year. So if I were going through to mine the religious stories, I'd have enough content to do a million shows on. So I should be flush with material for the next uh, several Wednesdays worth of shows. I'm going to go back through and do some past stories of the last year. But we got all this to cover tonight. So it should be pretty good. How's everybody doing on your Wednesday night? Are you doing well? Are you doing good? Are you staying safe and healthy out there? Love all you guys. Thanks for joining us. Lee Spanner's ready. All right. Hopefully it's terrific. Uh, what's up, smart guy? Let's see. Dusty, thank you for showing us the puppies. They are fat and happy. They're definitely fat and happy. Definitely spoiled babies. I'll have to go out and uh, take video of them one by one to show you their personalities because they all have distinct personalities. Some of them are demons. Some of them are little cute little fluff balls. So I'll work on that. I blow the wind of God. I know COVID-19. COVID-19. Oh, my God. It's back. Yes. Wednesday episode. And I only have one headphone in right now because uh, these headphones are broken. I think Kelsey stole my headphones and broke them. So uh, I'm going to try to do the show with one headphone in. Uh, sucks, but hopefully it'll be okay. Hopefully I will work it out. As always, you guys want to support the show uh, live, do it through Super Chats. Like below the show, Super Chats. I read all the Super Chats. You know how it works. You click the button down there and uh, the little dollar sign button and you donate whatever you want to. The more money you donate, the more serious I take your questions. You can buy my love. And uh, if you guys want to see me do more Wednesday shows, then be sure to let me know. If you guys like this, I'll keep doing it. Dan TML, $5 Canadian. Can you build a massive cat room with towers, platforms, rope bridges, and carpet everywhere for them to race around on? Then get them high on catnip. I could do that. The good thing about this house is there's no carpet in it. Carpet is terrible for fleas and shit and cat shit and cat piss. I wouldn't want any of that. And uh, these asshole cats would prefer to play with the box than the actual cat castle that's how cats usually are so they have like a whole bunch of shelves in here though that i'll put up for them so there's like high shelves up to the ceiling so like they climb up the top and stare down at me from the roof so it's pretty cool thank you for that breaking about 094 499 i saw the topic today and couldn't have been more relieved thank you hey no problem hopefully you guys won't be too depressed i'm not sure if i'll do more than an hour or not i think it'll be exhausting doing religious stories for more than an hour but maybe we'll see what happens um wednesday is great yep i appreciate it lee spanner Hope you guys are going to enjoy the show. All right, let's go ahead and kick it off. First ever religious bullshit episode. So first off, God damn it, I'm going to start off getting pissed off. This motherfucker, this is a GOP lawmaker. He's a state senator. Of course, he's a Republican because they're always fucking Republicans. Listen to this goddamn asshole. So I presented the... Also reversing his mandatory no mask, no service policy. It became clear to me that that was just a bridge too far. People were, were not going to accept the government telling them what to do. Uh, and so we put out you know, dozens and dozens of orders. Uh, that was one that it just went too far. 
When, when we think about the image and likeness of God, that we're created in the image and likeness of God, when we think of image, do we think of a chest or our legs or our arms? We think of their face. I don't want to cover people's faces, Jim. That's the image of God right there, and, and I want to see it in my brothers and sisters. Oh, my God. What a fucking asshole. Oh, my God. When you think about God, you think about his face. And I don't want to cover people's face up because you're covering God's face up. How fucking stupid are you? Okay, look, even if there was a God, and there's not, as far as I know, but let's say there was a God, why would he be a fucking man like us? Why would he just be some kind of spiritual entity, some kind of power, you know? Like, what the fuck? So these assholes are going to get people killed. You need to vote these guys out of office immediately. Um, let's see what where he works. Uh, Ohio. Ohio, you got to do better than this. This is Nina Vitale. Fucking asshole. And I hear cats back there turning on the air conditioner. Don't turn on the air conditioner, cats. I don't need it on right now. Stop helping me. So anyway. And then right after this happened, a Christian preacher followed this lead. And uh, I'll show you what he says. God damn it, these people. I don't know that they have a constitutional right to require you to wear a face mask and stuff like this. I can see the, the practicality of it. Well, you know, we're supposed to see ourselves in Christ and let this mind be in us which was in Christ. And I just can't even picture Jesus wearing a mask as he goes around <laughs> and praying for people. It just doesn't compute with me. I just can't see Jesus wearing a mask going around healing people. Yeah, well, Jesus was magic, right? Jesus wouldn't need a fucking mask. He could just heal everybody of their COVID-19, right? If he really existed, he could just heal everybody in the world instantly and cure it. If he was really real, he wouldn't have caused it to begin with. So why don't you shut the fuck up before you get people killed, you dumb motherfuckers? Seriously, so frustrating. But they're just money-hungry assholes that don't really give a shit about the lives of people. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I am doing this show off the Friendly Atheist blog, which is a really good blog. Uh, I steal all his materials, so if you want to hear more religious stories, be sure to check out The Friendly Atheist, who I feuded with in the past, but now we're friendly. And uh, next week, cats. Cats are fighting right in my lap. Don't fight. Make love, not war, folks. Mwah, yeah. You be nice, kitties. Poor babies. They're scratching so much for the fleas, and I'm trying so hard to get fucking rid of the fleas. I think I'm going to buy a... Uh, like $1,000 worth of the high-end collars for them. They're like 50 bucks a piece, and I have like 20 animals almost, so uh going to cost about 1000 bucks. But I think that's going to be my next expenditure, to buy them all new high-dollar flea collars. I don't know what else to do. I bought them pills last night from Amazon right from the come in. Flea pills. So we'll see. Anyway, Louisiana cops arrest COVID-19-defying pastor Tony Spell for aggravated assault. Good. Lock these motherfuckers up. Don't take my Bible. Don't take my Bible. I need my Bible in jail. So these asshole preachers, they continue to have services, even though there's orders against them. And so they're arresting some of them. Good. But of course, they arrest this guy. And what happens? His mom goes on Facebook and she tells everybody to call the police department. Um, she puts out the number on her Facebook. And so not only her church, but a lot of other churches flooded the police department with calls. So much so that real people who had real emergencies couldn't get through. And the police had to go public and apologize for their convenience, even though they didn't really do anything wrong. It was this asshole's mom. Get him out of jail. Free my son. So they did free him pretty much immediately. Uh, he was only in there a couple hours, I think. And the very next day, he went to church with a... Uh... God damn it, church is so boring. He went back to his church with the ankle bracelet on because they gave him house arrest.
So basically just spitting in the face of the law. He don't give a shit. He just wants the money. And he's getting it. He's getting it, folks. This is what he wants. He wants to be a martyr. He wants them to arrest him. He wants to be on the news. He wants to go viral because he knows it'll make him more money. Who gives a shit how many people he kills? Who gives a shit if your grandma dies? And here he is bragging about it. Tony Spell says he has received stimulus checks from more than 200 suckers. So that's what, $24,000? That, no, that's not right. Uh, $240,000, right? Over $200,000 from people? Oh, that's 280000 Math is hard. But that's like $280,000. But that's exactly what he wants, right? The infamous leader of the Life Tabernacle Church in Louisiana tells TMZ since April 19th, when his stimulus challenge began, 205 people have given at least a portion of their stimulus checks to this church. We're told this includes parishioners as well as outsiders who don't belong to Life Tabernacle. Spell would not reveal how much cash he has hauled in from these folks. So they're raking in the money, folks. Don't give a shit about you. Don't give a shit about your life. They just, like I said, they want to go viral. And they, the people that are supporting him are like, oh my God. He's a man of God standing up to the evil government. We have to support him. And they do. Raking it in. And uh, it ain't just the fucking Christians either, folks. I ain't giving the Muslims a pass. They're assholes too. Look at these fucking pieces of shit. 100,000 of them, shoulder to shoulder. And it's all men. Because, oh my God, if we had women around us, that would be giving us cooties or some shit. It's like uh, the little rascals. No women allowed. Cats, would you please stop turning on the goddamn air conditioner? I would appreciate it if you would stop doing that. More than 100,000 people defied Bangladesh's lockdown orders on Saturday to attend the funeral of a senior leader of the Islamist party in the di district of uh, Brahambaharia. That's a tough word, authority said. The funeral of Mulana Zubair Ahmad Ansari. An Islamic teacher broke the country's ban of no more than five people attending prayers at one time, sparking fears of a new coronavirus outbreak emerging from the event. Right. That funeral is going to cause a lot of other funerals. It's going to cause a lot of people who weren't there to die because you guys are stupid as shit. Allah's not going to save you. So uh, Muslim women that are virgins out there, I suggest you lose your virginity immediately because a lot of these people are going to die and then you're going to be forced to be their virgin brides in heaven forever. And uh, that sucks. So... Start fucking Muslim women, that's all I gotta say. Because you definitely don't want to be these assholes of virgins in heaven for the rest of eternity. No thank you to all that. And, uh, man, these religious magazines will print anything. Here's a religious magazine called, what is this called? Um, Charisma Magazine. And they know that COVID-19 is going to go away by the end of April. The end of April, for folks. I mean, yeah, it's May and it hasn't gone away. But don't pay any attention to that. They know it's going to go away by April 30th because this kid had a dream about it. Today, while I was teaching my online class, I overheard my seven-year-old son tell my wife, Mom, I believe the coronavirus is going to end on April 30th. That would be amazing, sweetheart, uh, Dehaveland said. What made you think of that date? God told me, he said. When I finished the class, my wife and I asked him to explain how he heard this from the Lord. He then said, well, God gave me a dream last night. In the dream, I saw this huge green plant that had a crown on its head. And it was squeezing the world. The more it squeezed the world, the more hands or tentacles it grew. Out of nowhere, a lion that had the body of a lamb appeared. This kid didn't say this shit. They're making this bullshit up. This doesn't even sound like anything a fucking kid would say. And it destroyed the planet and ripped it to pieces. Then a date appeared in my dream. This will end April 30th. And the dream ended. 
I shared this with a few friends, and their children are also having dreams and visions. Hearing from the Lord about this coronavirus coming to an end, what if we all engaged our children to pray for an ending to this pestilence? Let's deploy the younger generation to pray for an end to the coronavirus crisis. I was recently told it was praying children who fueled the revivals of the Great Awakenings. I believe God is using his children and his, as a secret weapon to not only pray against the coronavirus, but to also pray in another Great Awakening. Yeah, that's God's plan. God's like, hey, I'm going to send a coronavirus to kill hundreds of thousands of people. So children will pray to me about it. That's an excellent plan. Like, why is God going through all this trouble? Why is God so narcissistic that he wants to kill people? So children will fucking pray to him. What a fucking asshole. Stop worshiping this monster. But uh, as you guys know, April 30th came and went. And COVID-19 is still here. So then he updated it. He's like, first, thanks to everyone who has been praying. And even fasting with us. I just wanted to provide everyone an update regarding my son's dream. Hooray! Thanks for this, Charisma Magazine. He had three more dreams since the last update I wrote. My wife and I, along with those I'm accountable to, thought best to wait before sending another update. Yeah, because you were so fucking wrong the first time. Maybe you shouldn't be sending these updates, period. Maybe you should stop talking about your idiot son's stupid fucking dreams, you goddamn morons. My wife and I, along with those accountable, thought best to wait before sending another update to make sure the stream of dreams had ended. Yep, no more dreams for this kid. It's over with. He waited, and the stream has ended. And also to allow more time for understanding. In total, he has had seven dreams from April 14th to April 20th regarding the coronavirus ending April 30th. Yeah, well, his dreams ain't worth a shit, dude. You know? Stop listening to your kid. As parents, you probably can imagine, my wife and I have been asking the Lord what to make of all this. Uh, nope. I'm not a parent, but I wouldn't be asking the Lord what to make of this. I would be thinking to myself, oh God, it's an idiot dream of a kid. Who gives a fuck? Everybody has stupid ass dreams all the time. I had a dream the other night that I was fucking uh, Scarlett Johansson. Does anybody give a shit about that? Does Is that a prophecy? Does that mean I'm going to fuck Scarlett Johansson? No. Means I went to bed horny and Scarlett Johansson's hot. That's all it fucking means. Don't read too much into it. As I said before, I'd love for this to mean that the coronavirus will suddenly end on April 30th, but there are many angels, or angles, and a lot to digest in this series of dreams, which in of itself is prophetic. Yes, it is prophetic. So prophetic, your stupid ass son's dream that didn't come true. Amazing prophecy. After much prayer, thoughtful consideration and counsel, I believe these dreams reveal the beginning of the end of the coronavirus and that April 30th is a significant date that starts the end of quarantining and the end of the virus. Yeah, it's not going to end on April 30th, folks. We didn't actually mean that ever. We, we were just saying it was going to start to end. It's just the beginning of when it's starting to end someday in the future at an unspecified date. That's all we're saying here, folks. Biblically, the number seven is connected with completion. Shut the fuck up! The number seven ain't connected to goddamn shit. Numerology is bullshit. Numbers are just fucking numbers. They aren't lucky. It's just ridiculous. Whether it's seven weeks or seven months of time, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's one thing that's true. You're not sure about fucking anything. You don't know what you're talking about. But I am sure that seven represents completion. And at the beginning of the end starts April 30th. Well, why didn't it start on April 7th? Why didn't it start on May 7th? You know, seven's so fucking important. Why 30? Lupo flaw in your argument there. Anyway. In other words, even when the prophecy is proven to be wrong, it's actually right. And that's what they say all the time. I'm going to show you some more examples of this. Even when they're fucking proven wrong, they're still right somehow, folks. 
They can never fucking be wrong, but let's get mad at these idiot fucking preachers. Look at this goddamn asshole. This is a North Carolina pastor, Gene Gouge of Liberty Baptist. And let's hear what this stupid motherfucker has to say. The pastor of a church near Hickory wants places of worship to be back open. And he is not mincing words about it in the pulpit. Stinking liberal, socialist, progressive, communist, Democrat, <laughs> news media, get out of the way. <laughs> that was a lot there. That was a lot of insults in a row. Let's hear that again. What was it? Uh, he tells you? Channel 9, and he is not mincing words about it in the pulpit. Stinking liberal, socialist, progressive, communist, Democrat, news media, get out of the way. Holy shit. He tells Channel 9 State Fairy that he believes the virus is being used as a weapon. Well, the pastor here admits that he put up the sign outside of Liberty Baptist in protest. He believes the response to the pandemic is violating his congregation's civil rights. Since the outbreak of COVID-19, Pastor Gene Googe has broadcasted his message of concern across the foothills. The news media is pure evil. Not only is they attack coverage of the pandemic, but also whether or not the virus is truly a threat to the country. 95% of everything that we're here that's gone on for about the last month or two months is a mirage. It's an illusion, a delusion. It ain't real. Gooch says he put up this sign outside of Liberty Baptist asking the governor to stop the persecution of churches and Christians. He believes people should be allowed to gather at places of worship. We believe that this virus has been weaponized and has been used to hurt our country. He believes the best way to beat the virus is to develop our own immunity. We asked about the more than 50,000 deaths nationwide so far. And you're not going to develop an immune system by staying in the house and by wearing gloves and wearing masks. People who are acceptable, cancer patients, elderly people, no doubt should be extra precautious. But those who saw the sign outside the church today. Who gives a shit if you're extra precautious because you're going to go carry the virus to them and get them killed, asshole. But 70 or 95% is totally fake. It's a fagazi. No, dude, it's not. Over 70,000 people dead now because of stupid motherfuckers like you not doing the very basic decent thing by telling people to stay the fuck at home instead you want to make money that's all it's about you know the ties are way down because people are not going to church and the preachers are freaking out about it because they can't buy themselves fancy go watches and fancy cars and they will kill you motherfuckers to make that money they're con men in every sense of the fucking word so uh let's read stop and read the chat for a little bit what you guys got to think about these christians so far precautions go hug a covid patient then i know right of course they probably have you know they probably have hugged lots of covid patients he'll probably die of covid 19 himself these motherfuckers are so stupid i would be surprised if these preachers start dropping dead all over the place this actually isn't funny because idiots do listen to these preachers i know right like they're going to get people killed they're literally going to get people killed are they there they are they already are we've seen lots of evidence of it preachers dying themselves the congregations getting sick but they don't give a shit um, the American government wants religion to rule our minds. At least they're arresting some of these guys, but they need to stay on them harder because they're just basically flaunting the law and spitting in the police's face by not actually listening. Or it, that other guy going to church with his ankle monitor on, like he, he don't give a fuck. He just wants that money. Uh, 
was it a damp dream? Uh, yes. It's always a damp dream, one way or the other. Maybe they will drop dead. Hopefully. If it was just them, it'd be fine. But it's other people. That's the problem. They're going to get other people killed. And... Fucking pieces of shit. Let's check the super chat. Wednesday is great. Thank you, Lee Spinner. Uh, Zelda Gigafan, $5. I believe useful idiot is too kind of a term to describe Bernie or Busters. What about you? Uh, yep, they're definitely completely unfucking helpful. Like I said last time, in ways, they're more dangerous to this election than MAGA supporters, than Donald Trump supporters, because they are influencing and talking other people that might otherwise vote for Joe Biden not to vote for Joe Biden, whereas MAGA people aren't generally going to talk to the people into voting for Donald Trump. They're already going to do that regardless. So, anyway, we're not going to talk about politics too much tonight. We're going to keep it on religion. So, thank you for that. Mr. Ed Dog, 2010, $5. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Mr. Ed Dog. It's Flanders here. What's up, Flanders? Stupid Flanders. How do I send you a link to a video I think you should see? Jesus kills his own people. You know this is right. Yes, I do know that. Um, You can send it to me on... Twitter at Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One. That's my Twitter handle. You guys can send me whatever you want to. And Nathan Bigart sent me $20. Very generous, Nathan. Appreciate that. He didn't say anything, but I love you anyway. Uh, Breaking Bat 094, give me $4.99. Funny MLK had a dream too, but those right-wingers didn't seem to want to listen to it. Yeah, they wanted to shoot him for that one. Keep your dreams to yourself, Martin Luther King. And I don't see what this one is. Let me scroll up, see if I can find it. There we go. It's Sean Lauderdale. Sean Lauderdale, give me $10. Thank you, Sean Lauderdale. Dusty Hart. Hart to you, Shart Lauderdale. Did I say Shart Lauderdale? Sean Lauderdale. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to call you a Shart. Um, <laughs> don't vote for Joe Biden. Okay. Uh, don't listen to Captain Obvious. Absolutely vote for Joe Biden. If it's Joe Biden and Donald Trump, of course. I mean, I hope Joe Biden drops out. It doesn't look like he's going to. It looks like he's going to stay in the, the campaign and uh, be one of the two. And if he is, you should absolutely vote for him, but hopefully something will happen and he will end up not getting the nomination. I will hold out hope for that. Um, maggots, yep, yeah, maggots. Dusty is a silver fox now, I know. Ah, ooh, silver fox. The fucking Dems left my family to die. Okay, well, what did the Republicans do for you? Is fascism better to you than that? Is women losing their choice for the next 30 years better to you than that? Is not doing anything for another four years about climate change better for you than that nope nope yeah fuck biden but also vote for him if it's between him and trump it's a no-brainer it's a no-brainer we can't let trump stay in office for another four years cannot afford it jesus less than a potato definitely less than commie potato need to bring commie potato i can't wait to vote for joe biden he's killing it in the polls but then again hillary was too so who knows what the fuck's gonna happen anyway let's continue on with the, the show four years about climate change fuck up dusty no one wants to hear you talk Next up, David Barton. Governors fear the virus because they're not Christian enough. You know it's true, folks. You know the only reason you fear the virus is because you're not Christian enough. You fucking ye of little faith. Right wing watch. Let's go right wing watch. What we see right now is a fear of death. Uh, and we're seeing people go to excessive extremes because they are scared to death of dying. Yeah, dude, this is all that's a natural fear. That's a fear you should have the fear of dying. That is the one of the strongest urges any living being has the urge not to die. You literally have built in systems, fight or flight, adrenaline pumping to keep you from dying. Listen to that. It has served us well. No, it is what's here. They, they don't know of an afterlife. 
they don't even understand that there will be an afterlife, whether it's heaven, hell, or whatever they choose. It's it's their choice through Christ. So, so uh, let me get all you killed so you can go to hell, those of you who don't believe. That's basically what he said. Hey, you don't have enough faith. You don't believe in heaven or hell, so you're probably going to go to hell. So, but hey, you know, come join my church so we can get all you sick and kill you off. Send you to hell where you goddamn non-believers belong. That's one thing that stands out to me is, is the whole culture was built around understanding that you are going to go into eternity. Are you ready to go into eternity? And so the response is quite different public policy-wise. Uh, if you're surrounded with leaders who understand a biblical worldview, what you do is call for days of prayer and fasting. If we can get a hold of God on this and get God to intervene, then we can see an end to this. And so what? Oh, God. Yeah. We need to get a hold of God. Anybody know how to reach God? I thought God was all-powerful, all-knowing. You don't think he's aware of what's happening? We need to fast. That's how you get God's attention. God really likes it when you don't eat shit. He's like, hey, look at that guy. He's not eating. Hey, what you been up to doing this not eating? Oh, hey, God. Hey, did you know there was a coronavirus going around? What? A coronavirus? How the fuck did that happen? I don't know, God, but you think you could help us out? Uh, I guess so. Because you prayed to me and you didn't eat shit for a little while. I'm going to cure the coronavirus. Yay. Like, what the fuck? Why would God behave this way? Wouldn't that make him a giant fucking asshole in every way? This is not a good guy in the story. <sighs> if we had leaders that believed in an afterlife, they'd be fine with sending you all to your deaths. Because who cares? Death doesn't mean anything. You're going to live forever. So, eh, kill everybody. No doubt about it, this guy wears a seatbelt. He looks twice before he crosses the street. I bet he checks his cholesterol. I bet he takes regular visits to the doctor. He's scared as fuck to die, folks. Don't let him fool you. He's just full of shit. Well, we did everything we could medically. Dr. Benjamin Rush is a great example of an early doctor who did so much with the yellow fever epidemic. We did everything we could medically, but we also relied on God, unlike uh, Governor Cuomo today who said, death rate's going down. We did this. God did not do it. God had no part... Oh, my gosh. We would never have thought of saying that in the previous generation. Good. Things are getting better. I'm glad politicians are finally admitting that God has nothing to do with this. Thoughts and prayers don't work. Nothing feels like prayer. We did it. We stayed at home. We sheltered in place. We social distanced. Had nothing to fucking do with God. Just like the yellow fever had nothing to do with God. And, and Dave, uh, boy, David, you're right on the spot right there. And we've talked about that governor's comment as well. And I just shook. When yeah. I heard him make that comment, because I say it's like the it's like the kings of Psalm two lifting their fists to the God of heaven and saying, "Who are you? We can do what we want." Scare yeah, we can. It's like lifting your fist up and saying, uh, "There's nobody up there, so I have no reason to fear. I am not afraid of you. I will be your heretic," as the Red Hot Chili Peppers would sing. And uh, don't worry, folks. A Christian has solved the problem of why God allows all this suffering to happen. Why doesn't God just stop the virus? Uh, can you guess what he's going to say, folks? I knew what he was going to say before I even read this article. If you guessed free will, then you're right, folks. Somehow God's letting us suffer and die from COVID-19 because of free will? I don't know. Apparently he put up the uh, Epicurus argument. If God, is God willing to prevent evil but not able? Then he is not omnipotent. Omnipotent. Is he able but not willing? Then he is malevolent. Can't talk today. Malevolent. Is he both able and willing? Then whence cometh evil? Is he neither able nor willing? 
then why call him God? Skipper warns us that this argument will be used by the evil one. Um, by me? Apparently I'm the evil one. To shake the faith of believers today. Good. Your faith should be shaken. Faith is ignorance. Everybody who has ever been conned since the beginning of human history was conned because of faith. Because they believed someone without enough sufficient evidence to do so. And they got conned. And all of you motherfuckers are stupid. Number one, God created a world in which love could exist. Oh my, here we go. We read about this in Genesis. God created the world and he created mankind. We were created to love him and one another. However, given the capacity to love means there is the capacity to choose. Had there been no choice to love, it wouldn't be genuine. Relationships would hold no meaning. That's right. There's suffering in the world because God made us to love. And we choose not to love each other enough, so he has to send viruses to murder us all, I guess. You know, because logic. Number two, since love is an ability, sin is a possibility. Sin is missing the mark of perfect love. We all miss that mark. The first people, Adam and Eve, missed that mark. And as a result, sin entered the world. Yeah, there was no sin. There was no sin, folks, before we chose not to love each other. God promised consequence for sin. Fuck God, then. Making up these goddamn rules just so he can punish us. What kind of fucking asshole is that? The consequence of sin, including suffering, pain, toil, and death. Is there any way that you would ever set up a set of rules that would cause your children to suffer and die and be tortured? Even for five minutes. Like, this is the worst parent imaginable. What a psychopath. This is the reason suffering exists in the world today. Yeah, sure it is. Oh, and all puff. An all-powerful and all-loving God created a world in which love could exist. Man chose not to love. And therefore, sin corrupted the whole of creation, ushering in evil and pain. It gets better. God offers his son as a sacrifice to pay for sin. Okay, then why are we still held accountable for sin? If Jesus came and he died for our sins, then there should be no coronavirus, right? Right? Didn't you just say that the reason... We're suffering and dying is because of sin in the world. And now you're saying God did not walk away from his creation. He wrote up his sleeves because death was a consequence of sin. Jesus was sent to earth to pay for sin. So then why are we dying? If Jesus can, he paid. Should we live forever? Should we not die? And I'm talking about an afterlife. I'm talking about now on earth. Death still exists. Christians dying all over the place. Your story ain't adding up, dude. God treated Jesus on the cross as if he had Committed our sin. Well, that's not very fair, is it? And that's a scapegoat blaming somebody else and punishing them for something somebody else did. That doesn't seem very just to me, God. He died, was buried, and he rose again. Yeah, Jesus had a bad weekend for you guys. What a hero. For those who receive him by faith, they are cleansed of sin and empowerment by God to love. Okay, good. Then if I believe in Jesus, I shouldn't get the coronavirus, right? No fucking pain and death for me. Thank you, Jesus. But, yeah, that's the hard work, right? For those who reject him, they will face an eternal consequence, which is death and hell. Good. I'd rather be in fucking hell than living in goddamn heaven with you assholes. That would be true hell, true torture. I'm going to listen to your dumb shit for the rest of fucking eternity. And uh, due to lockdown, Christians are developing a huge porn addiction. Evangelist warns. I got bad news for you, dude. This happened well before the lockdown. You can look at the stats and the most religious states have the largest porn viewerships. It always happens like that. You know, I'm starting to think people just like to masturbate. Who'd have thunk it? Sort of feels good. 
This is uh, Josh McDowell. You know that asshole that wrote all those Christian books. Porn is right at this moment destroying more marriages, more people's lives, more relationships than any one thing has ever done. Simultaneously in history, porn is by far the greatest cancer ever to the church. Yeah, you know. Way worse than the uh, Crusades. Way worse than all those priests who molested thousands and thousands of kids. And worse than those who used the Bible to justify slavery. No, folks. Porn. Pornhub is the great evil. 98% of people who start watching and become addicted to porn will not make it out of the addiction without others around them. Good. I dare you to try to come cure me of my addiction to porn. I'll infect you. I'll get you addicted to porn right with me. Porn is like my COVID-19. I'll infect all you motherfuckers. Um, then he told a funny joke at the end. I like this joke. This is a uh, Louis C.K. joke about sex addiction. Tiger Woods claims to be addicted to sex. Bullshit. These are hot women he was having sex with. If he was having sex with a dead chicken, I'd say, wow, that guy's addicted to sex. Solid joke by Louis C.K. And another joke by Louis C.K., but I actually thought of this before I heard Louis C.K. say this, and uh, so I'm going to steal it. I think I am the best masturbator of anybody who has ever lived in all of human history. I think I masturbate better than anybody ever has. I got this shit down to a science, folks. I think I'm better than Louis C.K., even though Louis C.K. claims he's the best masturbator ever. He was doing it in front of people, and it kind of hurt his career, so uh, at least I don't do that. I'm better at it than he is, in my opinion. Game on, Louis C.K., game on. And, of course, Pat Robertson, he going to tell you what's causing COVID-19. Can you guess what it is, folks? The gays. The fucking gays. God damn it, gay people. Stop fucking each other in the ass. You got to get us all killed. I guess I'll play the clip for you. This is John Pat, who says, Pat, last week you were talking about COVID-19. You quoted Chronicles 714. How can God heal our land and forgive the sins when abortion and same-sex marriage are laws and many people are anti-Israel? Doesn't this prevent his healing and forgiveness? Fuck Israel. Um, you know, I think you put your finger on something very important. You know, the Bible says it's turned from their wicked ways. It didn't get forgiven. They will turn from their wicked ways. And part of what we've done is turn we, we are not turning. We have done terrible things. We have broken the covenant that God made with the mankind. We have violated his covenant. We have taken the life of the innocent, slaughtered them by the tens of millions, children made in the image of God. And we have uh, abused the poor. I mean, we've allowed this uh, terrible plague. Did he just say abuse the poor? Motherfucker, you rich as shit. You one of the main ones abusing the poor. You tell evangelists you make hundreds of millions of dollars taking it from the poor and needy. Have any of you guys given any money back for the COVID-19? Just the worst human beings. Yep, God's going to kill us because of the gays. My God is an awesome God. He's sending COVID-19 to kill us all because gays are butt-fucking each other. My God is an awesome God. Pass on that shit. What is happening here? Fuck off. Fuck off. What is this stupid website? Fuck off, stupid website. I will murder your grandchildren. You don't even know. And of course, Christians always got to play the victims in the hardest way possible. They're making us shut down our churches for a little while. You know who did that? Hitler. The Nazis were basically being treated like Jews. The Germans did this very thing to Jews. 
collecting the names and locations of all known synagogues attendees. So basically what they're doing is they're complaining. They're, they're actually lying. They're lying about what's happening here. I'll just read your article. Here's a perfect example of how right-wing Christians lie. The legal group Liberty Council released a statement yesterday denouncing a plan by officials in Kansas City, Missouri, to force every church to submit a list of members and attendees along with their names, addresses, and telephone numbers. This is not true, of course. This is a lie. This is a form of tracking Christians, they yelled. It's just like what Hitler did. The Germans did this very thing to Jews, collecting the names and locations of all known synagogue attendees in the early days of the Nazi regime. And then, of course, they asked everyone to donate so they could fight back. All this lying to people, scaring them so they could make money off of you. This is what kind men always do. The Christians at Liberty Council are lying. They're liars. It's what Jesus taught them to do. Here's what actually is going on. As explained on the Kansas City Mayor's own website, as the city begins to open up public places on May 15th, they want all non-essential businesses, uh, example, not grocery stores, pharmacies, etc., to take proper precautions in the wake of COVID-19. So they're asking beauty salons and churches, for example, to do the following outside of basic social distancing. Limit the number of people inside to 10% of the building's occupancy or 10 people, whichever is larger. And if People are there for longer than 10 minutes. The establishments should keep track of their contact information. That way, if officials learn someone tested positive for the virus, it'll be easier for the city to know who may have been exposed to it. They want to be able to call someone and say, hey, you were in the same building as someone who had the virus, so you should get tested and self-quarantine. I mean, doesn't that make sense? That's social tracking. That's what you should do to make sure people are educated and know that they could have come in contact and they need to get tested to make sure they can get medical attention. This is going to save lives and prevent the spreading of the disease. That's it. It's about public safety. The information is otherwise confidential and will be used only to address public health concerns. That's why LC attorney Matt Staver claims is just like Hitler. Or that's what LC attorney Matt Staver claims is just like Hitler. He never links to the mayor's website either, so that is his members so that his members can read the policy for themselves. I guess he doesn't want them to get a whiff of his bullshit. Either he is the most ignorant Christian attorney in the country, or he is purposely trying to scare more ignorant Christians into donating to his group. But he sure as hell isn't telling the truth. Why bother? Yeah, they're not even asking you to submit these things. They're just asking you to keep them on hand in case they're needed later to contact people. So they're just playing the victims. That's what they do. Scare old people into giving them money. For shame, for shame, but they don't have any shame. That's why they're Christians. And a corona-defined Texas pastor, we're first responders too, in the spiritual realm. That's right, folks. We're spiritual first responders. You know, we're like spiritual firemen or EMTs. We're there for your spiritual and mental health. Fuck off. I don't need no fucking spiritual health. I guess this is uh, John Greiner, pastor of Houston Glorious Way Church. Said after a recent service. No, no, you're not. You are not a first responder in any way. You are blood-sucking ghouls who are getting people killed so you can make fucking money. That's all the fuck you are. And of course, here's a judge that was put in place by Donald Trump, one of the 247 judges he's put in place. Basically, he's just putting judges in places all over the place based only on the fact that they're willing to overturn Roe versus Wade or they're willing to uh, be against abortion. That's the only qualifications they need. Another reason we have to get this motherfucker out of office. We cannot let him pick another four years of judges. I'm sorry. But federal judge says it's illegal to limit in-person services at Kansas churches. So basically they've ruled. 
The lawsuit over church gatherings was filed Thursday by the First Baptist Church in Dodge City and Pastor Stephen Ormond and the Calvary Baptist Church in Junction City and Pastor Aaron Harris. The lawsuit said both churches held indoor Easter services with 20 or more members of the congregation present. The Broom's order does not let the church have services without any restrictions. Instead, he ordered them to abide by recommendations for social distancing, that people stay six feet apart, which they're not going to do. I mean, obviously, you really can't keep people six feet apart in small churches. Um... They're going to get people killed, but, you know, the judges are letting it happen. These fucking Trump judges, man, they're overturning the governor orders. And uh, here's an example of it. Pennsylvania church reopens, ditching COVID-19 guidelines. I know I'm protected. That's right. Weighing religious liberty against the coronavirus threat to other people's lives, Pastor Kevin Stock of the Crossroads Alliance Church in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, harbored no doubts. Though he'd been good enough to close his church for a few weeks in keeping with official guidelines, and although those guidelines hadn't changed, Stock confidently cast them aside yesterday because, lo, Jesus was calling. Stock said it's come to a point where he believes following man's law means ignoring God's commandments. He pointed to scripture in Hebrews, guiding Christians to make it a habit to continue meeting together. God is commanding us not to give up the habit of meeting together, Stock said. He just wants money, folks. That's all it's about. Ties are drying up. They want to herd you in their fucking building to get your 10%. Better have God's money, bitches. He's going to punish you. And in his sermon, Stock quoted the fourth chapter of the book of Acts, when government representatives tried to stop Peter and John from sharing their story of Jesus' resurrection. Stock described himself as a patriot. Yeah, patriot's going to get you fucking killed. I love my country. Not enough not to get your fellow countrymen killed, right? He said, I try to obey the civil laws of this country, but, here comes the but, but when the laws go against what God is telling us to do, I'm following what God says. Well, maybe God should get rid of the coronavirus then, right? If God really wanted you guys to pack in the church and worship him, seems like he could very easily just do the genie blink and get rid of it all immediately, or he wouldn't have had it created to begin with, you know, you would think. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. I'm sure your position is incredibly logical, though. And um, this pastor says, of course, of course, the very first thing you should do in this financial crisis is if you're broke, give 10% to the church. You know, fuck your landlord, fuck buying medicine, fuck buying food, groceries for your children, insurance, gas, fuck all that shit, folks. First thing you got to do, give Jesus his money. You know, there are some in our church, and there's several in our community, a lot in our nation that are going through a financial crisis right now in this time. What are some things that you would instruct us that we need to do during a financial crisis? Um, the, the first thing you need to do is absolutely keep the first fruits of your giving and get that seed in the ground as soon as possible. This prosperity uh, gospel they teach. You got to plant seeds so God will reward you. And of course, the, the seeds you've got to plant are always giving them money. You know, you'll be rewarded. You got to plant the seeds. Fruit will come up if you plant the seeds with me. Give me that money. God damn it, these people are just the scum of the fucking earth. It's so hard to believe this stuff hasn't been phased out of our culture already in 2020. How have we not evolved past this shit yet? So what first fruits is, is the first first fruit is tithing. You need to make sure that you tithe 10% of your income 
And since I'm speaking to Life Church, what income? That 10% needs to go into Life Church. Okay, needs <laughs> to go to and my church, of course. I want to say this: is that 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 10% spiritually doesn't belong to you. Okay, the Lord gives that to you to sow back into the kingdom. Oh my God. Okay, so so it's kind of like uh, you give your your grand grandchild a dollar, and then you give her a dime and with it and sort of say, or you give her 10 dimes, it'd be, that would be better. Uh, and then say, okay, now make sure I'm actually only giving you 90 cents because that other 10 cents, you need to give that to the house of the Lord because God actually gives you uh, nine dimes and he, the 10th one is for him and to be obedient. So what? So God gives us 10 dimes and he expects us just to give one back to him immediately. What the fuck's the point in that? Why doesn't he just give us nine dimes and keep a dime for himself? Why does he need us to act as a middleman? And he's all knowing, all powerful. If he wants you to have money, why doesn't he just give it to you directly? The fuck does he need us for? It's almost like he doesn't even exist and you need us because that's the only way you can make money. Almost like that. But I know that can't be true. Can it? You fucking scumbag. So it doesn't, it, it never belongs to you. It's, if you have a financial problem, yes, prayer is good. Yes, fasting is good. But what really causes financial problems to break is giving. And so if you'll follow the, the 10%. Yes, folks. What will cure your financial problems is giving your money away. Don't you know that's the truth? That's what I always do when I have no money in the bank. I'm like, I need to borrow money and give it away to somebody so I'll have more money later. That makes sense. Definitely follow that advice. And I guess I'll take a break and read the chats because it's been a little bit. Chatty, chat, chat. You guys ready to go to church and give all your hard-earned money to these preachers so they can get your grandma killed? I know you are. Uh, love you, Dusty. Love you, Alfred Wizard. Appreciate that. Um... Sounds like these people are losing their lives. Uh, yes, losing their minds and their lives. You can have 10% of my seed. It'll be easy with my newfound porn addiction. I know, right? I'll give you all of my seed. You can have 100% of it. Open up wide, preacher. Hope you're hungry. Oh, that shit is on all the time. Plant a thousand seed in 10 easy monthly installments. I know, right? Just the fucking scum of the goddamn earth. Soulless vampire sucking off the ignorant of society. And not sucking them off in a good way. This is the type of stuff the Lord would be against. If he existed, he definitely would be against these prosperity pimps. Horrific. Mm. How can I donate via PayPal from Europe? Um, Cultadusty2 at gmail.com. There is a link in the description. Or there's a, well, the email address is in the description of this video. And you just basically paste it into your PayPal and it will send it to me. So that's that answer. Also, like I've been trying to get people who are on my other patron the cult of dusty one to move over to the podcast one if you want to so that would be helpful for these you guys who were uh patrons for a long time i haven't used the old patreon in a long time so if you move over that would be great um let's see what else we got here i wish COVID only went after religious morons i would have no issue if they broke the orders if it was like this yeah like if it didn't infect everybody else in society if it was only them i'd be completely fine with them hanging out and killing each other i mean that would be I mean, that's mean, I know, but I give them the right to do that. But that's not the way it is, unfortunately. So fuck all those people, right? I could crush gold into diamonds with my fapping hand. I know, right? Mm. 
like Superman did. Remember Superman? Went and got some coal and crushed it in the diamond for his lady friend. Oh, yeah. That's some pimp shit right there. I need to give all my money away. Cult of Dusty, do you have a link to direct it into? Um, yeah, there's money. There's uh, links where you can send me money in the description of the video if you guys want to check that out. It's all good. All right, let me read the super chat. Super chat, 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 chat. H.S. Ross, $2 Canadian, so much for the culture of life. I know, right? They don't give a shit about your life. They want to get you killed. Don't worry about it. If you had real faith, you wouldn't worry about it because you're going to go to heaven. So just go out and get COVID-19 and pass it around. Why not? Christian Serrano, $2. What? Make more videos like the Jesus story. I love it. Okay, well, it's hard to make those videos anymore because they copyright all my shit when I do that. So they don't allow me the freedom to do videos like that anymore, unfortunately. Sucks. But appreciate it. H.S. Ross, $10 Canadian. I remember when these jerk-offs were talking about being pro-life and whole life. To keep it illegal for old people to have assisted death no matter how much they were suffering at the end of life. Ain't that the truth? I was telling my mom about this the other day. We definitely should have euthanasia. Like, I think Dr. Jack Kevorkian was right. People that are suffering and old should have access to a dignified death if they want it. But, of course, Christians can't have that. They want you to suffer in your old age. But now, like you said, they seem to change their mind. Die for the economy, old people. Don't you want to give your life so billionaires can make a little more money? Sure you do. Dusty, what do you think about sex work? I think sex work is real work. It's just like anything else. It should be completely legal. If a woman wants to go out there and have sex with people for money or a man, they should absolutely be able to, and uh, they should be able to do it safely. If it was legal, I think it would be a lot safer. They wouldn't have to do it in, under the cover of darkness, they could be a lot more open and public about it and uh, would be a lot better for them, in my opinion. And I think they probably do a good service for a lot of lonely people who can really use that type of human contact. So uh, keep up the Lord's work, sex workers. Dexter Ward, $5 Canadian. I'm not afraid to die. I'm afraid of killing those around me. I'm afraid of both. I don't want to fucking die. I'm having a pretty good time so far. I want to keep this shit going, but I agree. It's also killing other people around you. H.S. Ross, $10, Canadian. I remember when their greatest fear was that old person would opt for assisted suicide to save their family money. Now we want to force all the old people to die for the stonks. I know, right? Stonk market gotta go up. Gotta make that money for Bill Gates or whoever the fuck's making all that money. Of course, I guess if I was going to name a billionaire, I guess Bill Gates would be one of the better ones. Even though I don't like any billionaires, I think all billionaires are assholes. I don't think there are any moral billionaires. But I guess Bill Gates would probably be the best one of them all. I guess Jeff Bezos is another would be a better example. Fuck that dude. Porn is hot, especially the kinky stuff. Oh yeah, Jenny Ray ten dollars. I know, right? I love me some fucking porn. You know what I like? I like uh, deep fakes. That's my new thing now. Um, like. They have some deep fakes, man. It's amazing how real that shit is. It looks exactly like celebrities getting railed, man. Like, I came across the one the other day. It was uh, Billie Eilish. And she's 18 now, so it's not perverted, I guess. Um, and I couldn't believe it. It was like she was having sex. I was like, how the fuck is this real, man? But uh, the bad thing is, is like, I don't even recognize most of the celebrities in the deep fake categories anymore. I guess I'm too old now to recognize the youngins. I don't know if they're like stars on disney shows or where the fuck they're from but i never know who the fuck they're deep faking so that's no good what's the point in a deep fake if you don't even know the celebrity it's like you're just watching a regular girl having sex right 
Um, H.S. Ross, Fight Us Canadian Porn Saves Marriages by Helping One Spouse Fulfill Their Sexual Needs When the Other Spouse Doesn't Want to Have Sex. Hey, it hasn't affected my relationship at all. Like, I've been masturbating, repeat. I like, I masturbate just right here in front of Kelsey. I did the same thing when I was married to Cindy. Um, just, I don't hide it. When I want to masturbate, I just whip it out and fucking do it. I'll masturbate four times a day right in front of her if I feel like it. Just watch porn right in front of her. I don't give a fuck. If she had a problem with it, she wouldn't be here. So, uh... Works for me. I feel sorry for people that don't have relationships like that. Michael Violette. Twitter Oscar Canadian. Very generous. Thank you, Michael Violette. I don't know how you pronounce that. I'm sorry. I'm an ignorant, dumbass American. Keep up the good work, Dusty. Love from Communist French Canada. Hey, love you back, Michael Violette. How's it up there in Canada? Hope you guys are doing well. Appreciate that. Thank you for supporting the show. Foreigner D. $5. So many religious freeloaders. So little time. L-E-L. Yep, I know, right? So many assholes. God, please come get them. I hope the rapture happens. I would love to see that shit. Heather Janus, 999. My prayers have been answered. Thank you for bringing religious bullshit back. Hell yeah. Religious bullshit. Doing what I do best. It's been a while, definitely, though. People have been asking me to do this for a long time. And I just got kind of burned out on doing nothing but talk about religion all the time. I know that's why like, I, I lose like 1,500 subscribers a month now. And I know the reason that that's happening is because so many people signed up for religious videos and I changed both the format of the content to be about um, mostly politics. And a lot of the people that subscribed to me were like anti-SJW chud types who are a lot of more Trump supporters and they're like angry that I'm talking about Trump now. So they're just bailing out in troves. But definitely need to be doing this more often. If you guys tune into the show, if you guys like it and support it, I will continue to do this on Wednesdays. Absolutely a lot of content to cover as far as this goes. There's no doubt about that. H.S. Ross, $10 Canadian. The clo the closet religion, or the closest? Reading's hard. The closest religion would come to working would be if God was just a programmer who created us in a computer simulation and Satan is a strong AI God couldn't control that keeps messing everything up. Yep, that's what I think. If there were a type of God, I definitely think it's some kind of programmer God. I wouldn't think he'd be a human or anything, um, or even a humanoid. More likely, though, if... There is a God of this world, something that programmed this world. It's probably an AI itself, you know. And, of course, uh, in, in the outer world, like, there would be inner worlds that are simulations, simulations and simulations and simulations. But then there would have to be one outer world that's not a simulation that would uh, itself have to be a product of evolution, natural selection. So at some point, there's a top level to this. And uh, there's probably no God in that top level. It was probably just created by natural selection evolution. But we definitely might have been programmed. I'm definitely open to that. And uh, that's why like, I have hope for an afterlife. Like, Who knows? If we're a simulation, maybe there's an afterlife built into the simulation. Now, I don't believe this. I don't have any faith in this whatsoever. I have hope. Hope without faith. I think probably I'm going to die and cease to exist. And it'll be just like it was before I was born. And I'll never know dad. That's probably what's going to happen. But I hope that doesn't happen. Because I don't want to die. Fuck that. That sounds awful. Thank you, H.S. Ross. Kinky. Or Kinky. 420 Canadian. 420. Thoughts on the use of Mary Magdalene by the church. Um, I. What do you mean thoughts on the use of Mary Magdalene by the church? <laughs> you mean how they used her image as a prostitute? To make Jesus look like he was cool for hanging out with prostitutes. I think that's a good idea. That's the one thing I can agree on. 
uh, if Mary Magdalene existed and if Jesus existed, both of which I highly doubt, it's cool that he hung out with sex workers because it makes um, people be more empathetic to those that they would normally look down upon. So, I approve! Brian C. $2, Jesus came and he used his stigmata job hand on hand. I know Jesus already got a hole in his hand. It'd be really easy for him to just masturbate with one hand. So, uh, Jesus is a freak. We all know that. Definitely. Her music is trash. She's just heavily marketed corporate product. I don't know who we're talking about. Oh, Billie Eilish. Oh, I love Billie Eilish, man. What are you talking about? Billie Eilish is awesome. She has like three or four really good songs. And uh, she's pretty cute, in my opinion. Just my opinion. Call the Dusty. I'm not worried about the first robot that passes the Turing test. Okay. I'm worried about the first one who fails it on purpose. Yeah, that'd be scary. AIs definitely could get out of control. It could be like Skynet. They understand that humanity is the virus that has to be destroyed before we kill the planet. And they decide to get rid of us first. Definitely could see that happening. Hopefully not, though. Uh, Dusty, does your girlfriend have any single friends? Nope. We are recluses. We don't go out. We don't know anybody. We stick to ourselves pretty much. So can't help you there. Sorry. I'm glad to have... Oop, it went by. Something about SJWs. All right, let's continue on with the show. Got a fucking flea crawling on me. Goddamn fleas. I got to do some of these fucking fleas. Fucking fleas. Hey, what time is it? It's nine. I guess I'll do a few more minutes of this show. I still got a lot of material to cover, so let's keep going. Oh, this is the guy. Yeah, this is the guy that I talked about before. He got released and immediately said, I'll see you in church tonight. And he was right. He went right back to church. Completely ignored the fucking law. Guess they're not going to lock him up anymore. And uh, this goddamn preacher's son was out there scamming people out of $140,000 over mask. I guess he was putting them up, pretending he was going to sell them and taking people's money and not sending them anything. And, of course, uh, his excuse is, he's innocent. My son is the most honest person that you'll probably meet. He's an honor student and a devout believer. Oh, my God. He believes in God? Well, not guilty. Lord knows religious people have never done anything wrong. They don't ever fucking lie. Reminds me of my uh, neighbor. I've been trying to help him out, and we were talking the other day. He uh, he sort of fixed my car. I don't know if he actually fixed it or not. I don't even know if anything was really wrong with it. But he supposedly fixed it, and I was talking to him one day, and he was like, uh, I think God sent me to work for you. I think God made this happen, and so I'm going to do some good work for you, and you know, I'm going to really take care of you and whatnot. And so I gave him $100 because he was supposed to put these speakers in my car, and he took my money, and he didn't do anything. I have not seen him. It's been weeks. So basically, he just stole my fucking money. And, uh, of course, like, I, as soon as he said, I think God sent me to work for you, I immediately didn't trust him. But I'm always the type of guy who will help you out until you give me a reason not to. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt until you prove me wrong. And, of course, he immediately proved me wrong, which I almost knew for 100% certain that was going to happen. As soon as he said God sent him to work on my shit, I was like, yeah, okay. This is exactly what people say where they're going to scam you. Always happens, man. Like, they've actually done studies that show when somebody uh, invokes God when they ask you for a loan, it makes them, like, I don't know, like 50% less likely to pay you back. Some huge percentage like that. Not surprised, folks. That's what scummy people always do. They hide behind their God. And, of course, the thing is, is they can fuck you over, and all they have to do is ask for forgiveness to their imaginary friend, and then they 
can assuage all their guilt. It's like it never happened to them. They don't have to make amends to you. They don't have to treat you right. They don't have to apologize. They can just clear their own conscience by saying, I'm sorry, God. Oops. My bad. Forgive me. Oop. I'm good. I'm forgiven. So one of the main reasons religious religion is such a fucking immoral ideology. It's incredibly fucking immoral. And uh, another COVID-19 case. Christian prophet, COVID-19 came from hell and I scared it with my prayers. Hooray! This badass motherfucker stared down COVID-19 and he was afraid. It's like, uh, the fuck's that movie? Super Troopers? It's afraid. While praying, I looked up and I saw COVID-19 as a dark and sinister entity. Sure you did. I mean, if you did, doesn't that make you, like, schizophrenic? This is a sign of mental illness if this happens, dude. Might want to... Have that checked out or get on some medication or something. I've seen principalities and demonic powers before. You fucking dumbass. These guys LARP so hard. It's like they believe Harry Potter's true. Or he doesn't believe this is true. Like he's just lying. I know he's lying. I know he's just a con artist that's lying to dumbasses in order to make money. But still, they pretend like shit like Harry Potter's true. And they actually have magical powers and spiritual shit actually happens. And this reminded me of those. But I am unsure if this was a demonic entity or a metaphor correlating the virus with demonic spirits. Yeah, it's none of those. You're just bullshitting. But that was not the focus of my spiritual eyes. You ain't got to fucking spiritualize, goddammit. Ah, this is so cringe. Even though it was angry and enraged, I saw COVID-19 reeling from the prayers of saints. It was reeling, folks. It was so scared of the prayers. Because COVID-19 has a brain that can process what's happening, right? It's a sentient being, folks. True story. I sensed prayers from all around the world striking it, and I focused on Jesus as I looked at COVID-19, which I believe was manufactured for the pits of hell. That's a funny way to say China. And I started decreeing, you will bow to Jesus. You will bow to Jesus. You will bow in Jesus' names. You will bow in Jesus' name. Yep. I'm sure it was terrified of you. Look how badass you are. The epitome of masculinity and terror, folks. So thank you for scaring COVID-19 away. It's pretty much gone, folks. We're all safe now thanks to this amazing human being. And, oh, God, okay. That's the end of the COVID-19 coverage, folks. But now we're going to get into the shit that's going to really fucking piss you off. Like, this greed... This is one of the most evil things I've ever fucking seen. So basically, this guy already has two jets worth millions of dollars. And he's about to tell a story about how he doesn't even need a third jet. But God told him to buy a third jet anyway to ask for $54 million from the idiots who follow him for a jet he doesn't even need. Listen to the shit. Well, I, I was so shocked. Uh, I'm, I'm on the plane, and the Lord said, do you like your plane? I said, oh, yeah, Lord. He said, so you really like it? I said, yes. He said, so that's all I can do? And I went, what? He said, so that's all I can do? I said, are you asking me to ask you another plane? He said, no, I'm asking you to answer the question. Is this all I can do? I said, well, no, see, that was taking the limits off me. You see, you got to understand something about people. Sometimes when you, when you, you had the car, the clothes, the shoes, 
I don't know, the jewelry, I don't know, whatever you think wealth is, you begin to get on cruise control. Yeah. You moving, but no longer by your power. You see what I'm saying? And you can get in a real quick accident on cruise control. And he told me to believe for this other plane. He said, I want you to believe for that plane. And, and I didn't think anybody would get mad at me about that because I was totally, completely satisfied, Andrew, with what I had. It's not that you're listening for something. You're obeying no. God. Just obey. And when I, then I realized I had limited God because he had met. Oh, it's, it's going to make somebody mad. I had limited God because he had met all my need. But he had, see, he wanted to do some more. And now this other aircraft, I mean, can do more, can take you further. But what I did, was, I said, Lord, you bless me. But you know what? I had limited God because uh, I said, well, I don't need another plane. And he said, this is not about need. Did I say anything about need? I said, no, Lord. And I realized I had made a mistake. It's like you had that revelation. I'm limited. God. So I said, well, you know, people are going to get mad at me. He said, well, they got mad at me. I said, okay, I got it. And uh, so I said, this, uh, the, the hits just keep on coming. Let them yeah, say what they're going to say. See, this is part of this vision thing. You don't ever get to a place to where you're complacent. You have to constantly be stretching yourself. Right. And man, if you reach a certain level, God is going to give you another thing. You're never going to exhaust God's power. My God, but, that's just pure fucking evil. Can you imagine being this big of a piece of shit? In a world right now with such suffering that is caused by people being poor, lacking resources and money, imagine telling people God wants you to have another $54 million plane when you don't even need it or want it. You already have two planes. What kind of psychopath would God be if that is what he is wanting to spend money on, if that's what he's wanting to reward? Instead of like helping kids with cancer, Helping the hundreds of thousands of people that go bankrupt over medical bills. Helping all the starving children in the world who die continuously. It's like 24,000 a day from lack of resources and money. But nope, God's mad at you because you're happy with the planes you have and aren't asking for $54 million for more planes. Who are these people giving this guy money? Like, I literally want to slap you in the fucking face. I'm not a violent person at all. But God, I just had this urge just to fucking, uh, not even slap. I want to knock teeth out of your goddamn throat. And I'm like, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But anybody who would give this goddamn motherfucker money instead of giving it to a homeless person or a poor person or anybody in need, you deserve to be hurt. Oh, God, it just, okay, I got to calm down. It just makes me, oh, it just makes me furious. It makes me want to be violent. And I'm not a violent person, but it really, really makes me want to hurt you people. You're like just, you're just the scum of the fucking earth. Like this guy's scum, of course. But anybody who gives him money is also fucking scum. I know you're conned. I know you believe it. I know you're just dumbasses, but you, you deserve pain. You deserve serious fucking pain. Maddening, maddening. And then it just gets worse, folks. So this is why it's hard to do this show for a couple hours. Like the politics stuff is, is depressing, but this stuff makes me want to hurt people. It really does. It brings out a real dark side of me. 
like Kenneth Copeland, like I, I know this is bad, but I hope he dies. Like I hope he dies horribly. Like I, I, I'm not even gonna pretend like I don't believe that. I hope somebody puts him in a basement and tortures him to death. That's the way I feel. I honestly feel that way about this guy. He is such an evil. <sighs> Let me just play this. They came in one day and they said, Daddy, we want a boat. You, can, you may have a boat, but I'll tell you what we're going to do. This is going to be your faith project. You're going to believe this boat in. Well, I forgot about it. Ten days later, I got a phone call. I, I, I really do need you to forgive me. I said, well, Monty, what for? He said, the Lord spoke to me and told me to give you my boat several days ago, and I didn't do it. I just, I, Kenneth, he said, I, I've got it all cleaned up and polished. He said, I'm going to bring it over there this afternoon. I said, well, Monty, that's, man, that's great, man. I, that's wonderful. Now, that was that, was that morning, I, and I called the, the kids in that afternoon. I said, you got the boat? Oh, praise God, and we shouted at a big time. The next day, I got another call. Brother Copeland, friend of mine up in, in Nebraska, Brother Copeland, he's nearly in tears. He said, I, oh, you got to forgive me. I said, why? What for? He said, God told me to give you my boat, and I, and I didn't do it. And I, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself, man. I said, um, what kind of boat is it? He said, Kenneth, I've got a small cabin cruiser. He said, it took two boats to do it. Amen. And they had to sow for it. Yep. I've forgotten what they sowed, but, but they, they sowed money and their, their money into the ministry and sowed seed for that boat. The dude's worth $750 million and people are still coming to him, giving him boats for free. Like, it's just, oh my God, it's just so infuriating. Like, I just got to calm down because... There's so many people out there fucking suffering. I live amongst immense poverty every day. And to see these fucking assholes who already have $750 million just being given shit like this continuously when they don't even need it by the dumbest people on earth, it's just, it just makes my heart sink. It's so depressing. I don't know how much more of this I could do. All right, let me read the chats real fast, I guess. And I may have to end the show soon because uh, I'm starting to get really fucking depressed, to be honest with you. God tell me Copeland needs a straight jacket. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He's worth $750 million. He's a smart con man. Like, he's talented at what he does, clearly. It's just this world continuously rewards bad behavior. Like, justice is a fairy tale. Justice doesn't exist. Justice is a concept we're lied to and told that exists so that we don't freak the fuck out and riot in the streets. But it absolutely does not exist. Give me your boat. What a scumbag. I know, right? I mean, I'm trying to run an animal sanctuary and it's hard to just make $1,500 a month and people are giving this guy that has $750 million boats.
it's just so bizarre the way this world is. Play the COVID-19 mix. I don't have it queued up, but uh, I'll play that on the next show, next Wednesday. Cult of Dusty, the Catholic Church has spent $4 billion in covering up child sex abuse, and people still support them financially. I know, right? Imagine working at your job and exchanging your very finite, very few life hours for money, and then giving it to people who are using it to cover up child rape. Imagine what a piece of shit that would make you. Not just a piece of shit, but an idiot. Like the biggest idiot that could ever possibly fucking be. Exchanging your time on this earth. Your fleeting time on this earth for that. <sighs> Just pl please review another Christian film. Okay. I haven't watched a Christian film in a while, but I'll have to look some up and uh, start doing those on Wednesdays, I guess. I'll add them to the show. Hopefully they won't copyright them, though. That's the bad thing about doing that. They've kind of changed the copyright rules, so I can't do that anymore. Did you watch The Righteous Gemstones? I watched the first four episodes, and then I kind of lost interest in it. But it was pretty good, what I saw. Fuck Kenneth Copeland. I know, right? Depressing! Dusty, thanks for sharing your heart. It's so depressing. You are dear to me because I am not alone, especially as a woman. It's nice that you are the kind of person who is willing to grow and change. I appreciate that. Like, I I'm sorry to get so down. And not be positive on the show because it makes the show less fun when I when I get depressed and whatnot. But it's just really hard. It's just so much evil in the world and religion is the cause of so much of it. And they pretend they're the good guys. And so much of our society, I mean, I have a chart coming up where religion is dying rapidly. But it's still at 75% in this country. 75%. And they think they're the good guys. And they just support some of the most grotesque evil the human mind can imagine. And it's frustrating to live in this world sometimes. Cult of Dusty, you want to see a great human behavior? Look up the story of the black teenage girl that protects a Nazi during a would-be riot. It happened in 2009, but there is a 2013 article. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Send me that on uh, Twitter, I guess. Let me read the Super Chats real quick. Come on. I'm going to try not to get so depressed. I'm going to keep going for another 15 minutes or so. Um, Jeannie Roof, $5. And that dark entity demon, a.k.a. as COVID-19, was named Luciflu. Hell yeah. That's like my dog, Lucy. To call her Lucifer because she's the devil. But yeah, the Luciflu, that's pretty funny. Wouldn't be surprised if they picked that up. Sorry, calling it that. Kratos lives, $22, $2, rooting for the animal kingdom to make a comeback. Nature is healing itself. They're definitely uh, starting to go back into towns and stuff because people are away. I think that's what you're talking about, right? The, animal, the actual animal kingdom, unless you're talking about a game called Animal Kingdom. But I've seen like sheep and uh, pigs and stuff going back into town and monkeys and shit. Pretty cool. Roxanne Dawson, $2. Appreciate it, Roxanne Dawson. Uh, Vico Wana, $2. Just got here. Goddamn, is that bad? Yes, it is very bad. Very depressing. All the time. It's hard to do like two hours of religious shows. But if you guys want me to keep doing it, I will. Appreciate that. H.S. Ross, $10, Canadian. Holy heck, I thought the right-wing political grift was lazy and transparent. These guys are just like, give me boats and planes, peasants, and they do. How does that happen? I know, right? Could be like, hey, I need money for my child's cancer treatment. Nobody will fucking help you. Hey, I got an animal sanctuary. I'm trying to save dog's life. Nobody will help you. 
well, I'm not saying nobody. You guys do help me, but you know what I'm saying. Um, the, a lot of these Christians won't help you. Or, you know, hey, I need money for an operation or anything. I need money to buy food. Nothing. But Kenneth Copeland said her $50 million. I need another jet. Yeah, take my money, Kenneth Copeland. It's just like, what the fuck? How can this be real? How can these people exist? But they do, and they prosper. I am Gene, $20. Thank you, Gene. That is very, very generous. You are helpful, bro. I appreciate it. Like, I'm doing the best I can. I really appreciate you guys' support. You rock. Jenny Rude, $5. I coined the term Luciflu, so I should be the Super Chat superhero. All right. You're the Super Chat superhero for today, Jenny Rude. The new intercontinental heavyweight champion of the world, Jenny Rude. Sorry, H.S. Ross. H.S. Ross, uh, you could be the USA champion for the night. Vico Wadafadalas, they like suffering, or at the very least, don't mind it. Just like sick and twisted Mother Teresa did. Yeah, Mother Teresa was such a piece of shit. A lot of them think that suffering brings you closer to God. But of course, like most of these televangelists, they don't actually believe in God. They know it's bullshit. They're just, you know, con artists that are making tons of money, so they don't give a shit. A big thanks to JT and you for this Wednesday show. Yep, JT, hero! I don't know if JT's here tonight, but I appreciate you, JT. You were definitely responsible for tonight's show. And motivated me to finally do a Wednesday show like this. So much appreciated, JT. Let me keep going. Do a few more. Might save some of these for next show. These people are so weird. It's so fucking weird. So part of this guy's uh, con for his church is something they call holy laughter. Where while he is preaching, people in his congregation just burst out into laughter. And I guess his wife is sitting next to him and uh, she supposedly... Gets tickled by the Holy Spirit and starts giggling, but it looks so fake and creepy. Watch this. Lift your hand. <laughs> I mean, these people are insane. They're out of their fucking mind, man, and they're making bank off this. It's called the river of God. Out of your belly will flow. People are watching this. Rivers. Going, oh, yeah, I got to send these people money. Water. I got to buy this guy another fancy shirt. Rivers. I got to pay for his big fancy ass house. Rivers. And she does this for two minutes, folks. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I mean, just amazing. I, I want to laugh at it. Oh, God. And next up, even when this guy's predictions are wrong, it proves that he's right. <laughs> I'll just play it, fuck. Years ago, I prophesied to a man in a meeting. I got his name. The Lord showed me a large business. He was going to become a multi-millionaire. I mean, tremendous. I mean, it was probably like the greatest prosperity word bearer I ever gave. I mean, I could have preached with the best of them. Just came on me. He called the office five days later and said, you're a false prophet. My company just went bankrupt. Now listen to what I've been teaching you today by the Word of God. I said, brother, I actually believe now after what you've told me that that was the Word of the Lord. I measure prophetic accuracy by how much warfare follows it. <laughs> I measure how true my prophecies are, not by whether they come true or not, 
by but by some kind of warfare that comes after it. It doesn't have to be right, folks. In fact, the wronger it is, the righter it is. Definitely no double thing here, folks. Definitely not 1984 in these people's brains. Yes, Lord. That makes sense. I, I said, I'm now convinced that is the word of the Lord because now it's getting tested. Now God is going to strip you down and humble you and really see where your heart's at. Can you really steward those millions? But you told him he was going to be rich. Now you're telling him God's going to break him down to see if he's worthy of being rich? It's just they talk out of all sides of their mouth, folks. They never own up to anything. They never admit they're fucking wrong. Why would they? You can't say God told you something. And then admit that it was wrong because then you're admitting that either you're a liar or that God's a liar. Because <laughs> if God was all-powerful not knowing, he definitely wouldn't tell you something that wasn't true. So, eh, got to make it true regardless if it's true or not. And uh, apparently Christians made a, own, their own version of Netflix. And uh, him and Matt, I went and signed up for it so we don't have to. And, yep, it's terrible. It's terrible and awful in every goddamn way. Basically, all it is, is it's, uh, it costs $4.99 a month, and it's just Vimeo movies. They have embedded in their site free Vimeo movies. So, do you want to pay these people for what's free? So, first thing they have up there is Uncensored Science. Bill Nye debates Ken Ham, but, like, it's just the two-and-a-half-hour debate. There's nothing added to it, nothing that's not available in the free video. So, why is it uncensored? Just to make it look like it was something new. Then they have something called the homosexual war. God damn it, homosexuals. <laughs> the homosexual <laughs> the homosexual war that has been thrust upon us. Yeah, homosexuals are constantly thrusting upon us. God damn gay folks. They have a video about Flat Earth, but their children's shows are the best. K is for new. What? That is not the proper way to teach children how to read, folks. Couldn't you have picked any other word, like kind or anything, right? X is for explode. What? Why is E not for explode? Why is P? Like, every letter could be for explode if that's the way you're trying to teach kids. X is for extensive. What the fuck? This is the dumbest way to teach kids. Why not xylophone or x-ray or some shit? And this one, brothers and sisters could marry. That's true. Oh, yeah. Incest is the best. Put your sister to the test. It was okay in the old days. I mean, who else were they going to marry, right? Adam and Eve had two sons, and I guess they must have had some daughters, and they were all banging each other. Hell, even, uh, what was it? Lot. Lot had sex with his daughters. Remember Lot? The only guy in the entire town of Sodom and Gomorrah who God thought was worthy. What does he do? Immediately goes and fucks his daughters because it's fine. Maybe God didn't know that was going to happen. God never saw that coming. Literally never saw him coming and his daughters. Anyway, terrible, terrible Christian site. Everything they do is bad. Everything they do is awful. And they should be ashamed of it. And uh, let's skip ahead here. Let's see. A Christian terrorist says she should be appointed Tennessee's attorney general. Look at this woman. I'm not going to read the whole article, but yeah. Definitely, this woman should be the attorney general. She threatened to go to, I guess they put a monument to Clarence Darrow, who 
was the lawyer in the Scopes Monkey Trial where they were trying to teach evolution in school. And so they put a secular monument to him on public grounds. And so she basically threatened to go kill people who went and visited the monument. And uh, now she's demanding that they make her the attorney general. Definitely get on that. She should be made the attorney general. Stat of Tennessee. Oh, my God. Lock these people up. They're crazy as shit. Ohio lawmaker who blamed mass shooting on trans people and atheist loses primaries. Yeah, good. Get these fucking people out of office. I guess she was a state representative for a little while. She won at some point, but now she's lost. But what a horrible fucking human being. After every mass shooting, the liberals start the blame game. Uh, you're literally about to blame people that had nothing to fucking do with this instead of blaming the people that did it. Why not place the blame where it belongs? The breakdown of the traditional American families. That's right, you gays. Let's put the blame where it belongs on people that had absolutely nothing to do with it whatsoever. Thank you, transgender, homosexual, marriage, and drag queen advocates. It's your fault. I'm tired of people blaming folks who it has nothing to do with. Let's blame the people who actually are causing this. Drag queen theater. Fatherlessness is, yeah, a subject no one discusses or believes is relevant. No, people talk about that all the time. Don't they? Usually they blame that on black folks, though. They don't they? Or as I know, the ignoring of violent video games. Yes, the video games, folks. The, the relaxing of laws against criminals, open borders. It's the foreigners. Fucking foreigners. The acceptance of recreational marijuana. It's the weed. Failed school policies. Hello, parents who defend misbehaving students. Disrespect to law enforcement. Blue lives matter. Thank you, Obama. Fucking Obama did it. Hatred of our veterans. Fuck veterans. Thank you, professional athletes who hate our flag and national anthem. Yeah, don't express your free speech in any way. That's evil. The Dim Congress. Many members who are openly anti-Semitic, the culture, which totally ignores the importance of God and the church. Oh, yeah, 75% of the country is Christian. There's literally a goddamn church every fucking five feet. Who the goddamn hell is ignoring it? Until they elect the president, state office holders who have no interest whatsoever in learning about our Constitution and the Second Amendment, and snowflakes! Yeah, she's definitely not a snowflake. Blaming marijuana and video games for mass shootings that have nothing to fucking do with that. Did I forget anybody? Yeah, you forgot the people actually doing the mass shootings, right? Most of which are like white supremacists and Christians themselves. But yeah, let's not blame the people who actually do it. Let's blame other fucking bullshits. Anyway, she lost. Good riddance. Fuck her go to hell and uh you guys i'm sure can guess why people are not getting married anymore not nearly as much as they used to it says that uh, only 6.5 marriages per 1,000 people that can't be true that has to be a wrong statistic i can't believe that that's is that true let's see let me click on this link and see if it's true it's not opening open up god damn it marriage rates are at an all-time low new reports fines Continue. Fuck off. Die. All of it. Die. Death. Death to you. Go to hell. All right. I will pause my ad blocker on this site, USA Today, if that is your real name. Uh, in 2018, marriage rates were the lowest they've been since 1900 with 6.5 new marriages per 1,000 people. I guess it is true. Holy shit. Ain't nobody getting married anymore. And you know why, folks? You know why people aren't getting married anymore? Because of the gays. Fucking gays. They ruined marriage for everybody. Why would you get married when gay people can get married? Oh, hell no. I was willing to get married before gay people get married, but now the gay people can get married too? Fuck that shit. Ruined it. 
Dr. Robert Jeffries, who leads First Baptist Church in Dallas, says one reason for the drop in marriage could be traced to the landmark Obergefell decision in 2015 that legalized same-sex marriage in all 50 states, including the states where it was banned. Whenever you counterfeit something, you cheapen the value of the real thing. Yeah, your love is counterfeit, gay people. Ruin marriage. And if you expand marriage to basically any definition you want, two men, two women, three men, and a woman, yeah, they didn't do that, though, did they? No, you still can't marry three men, a woman, or a dog, or any of that. Bullshit! I mean, if marriage is what you want it to be, why bother to get married at all? That's literally what they said about interracial marriage. You let black people marry white people, next thing they're going to be marrying dogs and cats. You're fucking ruining marriage. You're cheapening it. <sighs> God damn it, gay people. You fucking ruined everything. Why can't you keep your penises out of each other's booty holes? Insane. And let's skip down. Um, oh, God. 30 people died in a tornado that ripped through Mississippi on Easter. I remember. We didn't get the tornado here, but we had bad weather blow through. But it's fine, folks. You know why? Because God saved a bunt cake. When Gerald Wade turned on the weather on Easter Sunday morning, he saw that a deadly twister, one of many that struck across the South, was headed straight to his parents' so-so Mississippi home. He texted them, and they immediately took cover in their bathroom. When Robert and Judy Wade emerged, they stepped out into wholesale destruction. A massive tree laid across against the house. The roof had collapsed in the kitchen, and the refrigerator had vanished. Amazingly, the pound cake Judy Wade had baked earlier that morning was still sitting perfectly intact on the kitchen counter under a glass. Yeah, he destroyed our house. He killed 30 people, but God saved our pound cake. God truly is good. It's a miracle. God's not a psychopath, folks. I mean, sure, he saved a pound cake instead of people's lives, but he's not crazy. He's not an insane mass murderer in any way whatsoever. Jarrell said, I've seen his hand of mercy. He killed 30 people. How is it merciful to save a bunt cake and like 30 people die? What is wrong with you people? I hear his voice of cheer. Well, then you're psychotic. Take medication. And just the time I need him, he's always near. This Easter hymn has come to life. My parents were home during the storm. Their house was completely destroyed, but their lives and mama's pound cake were spared. Amazing. He spared your family's life and he let everybody else die. I guess your family is just better and special. God likes them better. He didn't like those other people. But you guys, you're really blessed. Wish I could be you for a day and... uh I might save the rest of this for the next show. We did 90 minutes. 90 minutes, that's a good amount. Or you guys want me to keep going? Let me read the chat. Maybe I'll just do the rest of it. Um, are these assholes fucking serious? Unfortunately, yes, they are. And this is from Franklin Graham, who is a con artist himself, so I doubt he's serious, but the rest of them, they do believe that shit. It's amazing. Um, she's just jealous of their makeup skills, I know, right? She wishes she could look good as these drag queens do. Fuck white supremacists, true dat. Fuck Jeffress, true dat. I lived in Mississippi my entire life, unfortunately, and you can't drive one inch without seeing a fucking church. There's literally a church across the street. There's another church right, just right 10 feet away. There's like three or four, like just in this little neighborhood I live in, this little section, there's at least five churches around here. They're all completely black churches, though. It's weird, though, that Mississippi is still so segregated. Like our churches here, there are some white churches that do have black folks that go there, but there are definitely churches that have all white people, but... 
there are tons of churches that are 100% black. Like, no white people. So it's, that's just weird, though, how religion segregates. Uh, the gays made me want to marry a gay person. I know, I almost wish I was more gay just to piss these people off. That's what Kurt Cobain said. I agree with Kurt Cobain. Um, Lord, it's a miracle, I know. It's a miracle. Unbreakable. Pound cake is saved. Now we can get fat like a good old Mississippi. Another donation, bro, via PayPal. Hey, thank you, Truth Seeker. That is very generous. Love me some truth seeker. Appreciate it. So fucking stupid. Agreed. If you ask, it will never end. That's true. Um, ironically, he choked to death after eating a slice of the holy pound cake. Guy was already fine and refused to make a comment. He should have uh, fasted. That's how you get guys' attention. You got to not eat shit for a while. Then he pays close attention. All right, I'll keep going. I'll do a few more. What happened to logic? Now it sounds like emotion. Yep, no logic in their minds. Um, Scotland finally abolished their blasphemy law, so that's good. I don't know if anybody was really uh, charged of their blasphemy law for a long time, but there should be no blasphemy laws. You should be able to make fun of religion. It's like the easiest goddamn thing in the world to make fun of. This evil should be called out, so glad to see Scotland finally quash that stupid bullshit. And... Uh, if you want to be alone for your entire life, these are questions that you should ask the girl on a first date. This is what a, a woman put out that said her now husband asked her on the first date. I guess it's what made her love him so much. But this will absolutely scare away any woman who is not just batshit insane. But anyway, she's telling you that you should definitely ask every woman you go out with these questions first thing when you sit down at the dinner table. Number one, are you willing to uphold the teachings of the church and teach our children those teachings? Uh, nope. Fuck the church. I ain't having kids. If I did have kids, I would tell them to be heathens and make fun of religion until we can mock it into extinction. So, uh, you still want to go out with me? Will you never use birth control and allow God to bless us with as many, a few children as he sees fit? Fuck no. I'm wrapping my dick in two condoms. I ain't having no goddamn children. Are you willing to stay home and raise children and not have a career? I was in college at the time. Yeah, you want to be an incubator for my kids? You want to basically be a slave that stays home all the time and just waits hand and foot on me and the kids? Are you willing to do that? If not, this date is over. Are you willing to homeschool our children? Yeah, that doesn't make them little freaky weirdos. Let's not give them any kind of normal social interaction. Let's keep them at home under our thumb all the time. Are you willing to do that? Do you believe in dressing in the appropriate gender clothing? Who gives a shit? Wear whatever the fuck you want to. You want a slave is what you want. Not actually a woman. You want a, just a, somebody that does whatever you want them to do all the time. And behaves the way you want. What is your view on intimacy before marriage? I'm for it. Let's fuck like rabbits. Pretty sure that's the wrong answer. What is your view on intimacy before... I already read that. Um, what do you think is the ideal hierarchy of the household? I think it's equal. You both should do whatever the fuck you want to do. And if you fit together, you should live together, stay together. And if you don't, you shouldn't. What is your view on divorce? I don't think you should get married to begin with, so divorce is not an option. I've been dating Kelsey for like six years now. We're basically common law married. I don't understand why bringing the government into our relationship benefits me in any way. So fuck out with that. So I'm guessing I would not be the ideal man for this woman. But dudes, seriously, don't ask one of these questions. They're going to run out of the fucking restaurant immediately. But if you want to be alone forever, definitely recommend that. And uh, you guys won't be surprised to know that the most frequently banned books 
are not aimed at conservatives. You know, people like uh, Dave Rubin is complaining because people are criticizing his book. He's claiming that they're trying to censor him and book burn him. But regardless of what conservatives want to tell you, it's not conservative books that are being censored. It's always conservatives trying to censor books that they consider too liberal, like Harry Potter because it has witchcraft in it. But for the most part, it's books that try to normalize LGBTQ characters. I really have a problem with people teaching children that it's possible to be born in the wrong body, said one parent. It is 100% a political agenda. So you never hear conservatives talking about this. You never hear them owning up to the fact that it's actually their side who is the one that censors people. It is actually their side who is most likely not to be for free speech. Silence is complicity, conservatives. Where you at? Be honest. But they won't be, you know. They have to always play the victim and pretend like it's liberals infringing upon their rights. And, uh, Speaking of horrible assholes, folks, apparently there's a ceremony where they go to the tomb of Jesus and they claim that the tomb creates some kind of fire. And so there's like this religious ritual where they go in and they light their torches on this fire and they spread the torches through all their different religious congregations. I guess there's a different a bunch of different congregations that believe this and do this ritual. But thanks to COVID-19, they couldn't do that this year because of social distancing. So instead, they flew 10 jets from different parts of the world out, lit their torch in this stupid-ass, I guess, tomb, and then flew the fire back to the different countries so they could do their stupid rituals, spending $766,000 and polluting the environment for fire! For goddamn fire! You know that you can get like a pack of 50 lighters for like 16 bucks, right? It's the same exact shit! It's fire! You don't have to fly to another country to get fire! What is happening? Imagine thinking this is a good expenditure of your money instead of helping the poor and needy, starving children, like I say all the fucking time. Anything other than this! Religion has to be eradicated immediately, folks. It is too stupid and too harmful to exist. Um, Kirk Cameron's bitching because no one wants to air his shitty-ass show. No TV network will air my fundraiser for Christian hate group. Yeah, he wants to have a fundraiser for a group who won't allow anybody to serve in their COVID-19 medical tents unless they're willing to deny gay marriage to people and, uh, and the existence of transgender people and women's bodily autonomy. So no shit no one wants to be associated with their shitty show. Even if you weren't doing this to fund a hate group, I doubt any network would want to air your shitty, stupid show anyway because you're Kirk fucking Cameron, okay? Who the fuck wants to watch Kirk Cameron? Especially on national TV. Shut the fuck up, Kirk Cameron. But oh my God, it's religious persecution. Nobody wants to listen to me. Yeah, because you're stupid as shit. You're boring. Fuck off. And this man has seven reasons for rejecting atheism. Yeah, let's listen to this, folks. I'm sure he has some real good reasons for rejecting atheism that will definitely convince me not to be an atheist anymore. Let's read them. First, number one, positivity. As a rule, atheists tend to be pretty miserable a lot. What? No, we're not. I'm miserable when I'm reading about Christians. I'm miserable when I'm reading about what Trump does, but most time I'm smoking weed and I'm happy as fuck. So, bullshit. That wouldn't convince me. Number two, any choice requires faith. Bullshit on that. Faith is required for either position. No, no, it's not. Faith is the belief without evidence. 
It's as simple as that. Logic is the examination of the evidence and believing only what is more likely to be true based strictly upon that evidence. It takes absolutely no faith not to believe in a God. Okay, I'm not saying 100% I know that God is not real, because that would be a faith-based position. I'm pretty sure that at least the God of the Bible or, or any kind of God that is looking down upon us and interfering our lives is not true. But I don't have all the information that exists in the universe, and without 100% of the information that exists in the universe, I can't possibly know anything for 100%. But it takes no faith whatsoever not to believe in something. Like, I don't believe there is a giant invisible elephant behind me right now. Could be, but I don't hold a belief in it. It takes no faith to do that whatsoever. So, wrong. Not very convincing. Number three, historic and scientific validity. Christianity is the only world religion that has come through the scientific revolution emerge attack. Uh, bullshit on that. There literally is no good evidence that Jesus existed to begin with much less any of the disciples in the Bible. We've never found a single shred of evidence that the Exodus happened. In fact, it's pretty likely it didn't happen. So, bullshit in every way. <sighs> hope after death. That's not a reason to believe either. Like I said earlier, I have hope. I have hope that this life is a simulation and there's some kind of kick-ass afterlife built into the simulation. Hey, why not? That's a good thing to hope for, but I don't believe it. I don't have any faith in it. And this is definitely not convincing me either. Number five, the Christian spirit of charity. Oh, yeah. Like Kenneth Copeland, who has $750 million. All these televangelists worth billions. Not a single one has donated any money to COVID-19. The most evil fucks on the planet. So miss me with this bullshit. He says that, does anyone know any charity ministry ever started by the atheist? Uh, yeah the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary that I run, where we go get dogs and cats that are about to be put to death and we give them forever homes and take care of them and spoil them. I'm atheist as fuck. So I can give you a personal example right here, asshole. And number six, miracles! And It's even worse than you think, folks. He's not even really talking about miracles. The existence of Holy Scripture, that's not a miracle! It's a book written by a dude! A bunch of dudes. Their uniformity. No, they're not uniform. There are lots of inconsistencies all over the goddamn Bible. Even the story of Jesus is told four times, and every single one of them is different. The clarity and a thousand other aspects. The existence of man of Galilee, his birth, life, death, and resurrection, his teachings and promises. Okay, there's no evidence that that even happened. No solid evidence that Jesus existed to begin with. Now, maybe he did. Maybe there was a cult leader named Jesus that existed in those times that the stories are based off of. I'm open to that. I just have seen no solid evidence of that, so I don't hold a belief in it. And the existence of honest inquiry among believers. What the fuck are you talking about? There's no honest inquiry amongst believers. If there was honest inquiry amongst believers, you would be an atheist. I know. Because I was a Christian just like you, and the moment I allowed myself to question and inquire and think and research, boom, that is the death of religion. The only way religion can exist is if you're too scared to question it, if you're too scared to research it, if you're too scared to open up your mind to the alternative. And number seven, living testimonies. My testimony and yours show that the power of Jesus Christ is changing lives. Oh, yeah, this definitely convinces me. This is what every religion says. 
Muslims say exactly the same thing. I know Allah exists. Allah works miracles in my life all the time. This is what people in Scientology say. L. Ron Hubbard, he's a genius. He changed my life, made my life so much better. <sighs> Not convincing. So those seven things, uh, typical Christian bullshit. They never have any logical arguments. They never have anything that's persuasive in any way. It's always the same fucking bullshit over and over and over again. Pathetic. And I guess we'll do one more. Let's finish it up on this one. Christian's mad at the gays again. It's always the gays. I'm starting to think they have a little bit of an obsession with gay folks. Just a little bit, folks. Apparently, uh, DuckTales had some gay duck dads on it. Having some gay duck butt sex. Fine with me. They got like corkscrew penises. So I wonder if gay ducks have corkscrew assholes for this corkscrew penises to go into. I'm just asking questions, folks. But anyway, apparently they had these two gay dads on DuckTales. And one million moms, who was three women... They have less followers on Twitter than I do. They have like 4,000 followers on Twitter. They mad. Violet, a friend of Huey, Dewey, and Louie, has two dads as seen in the first episode of season three. In the same episode, it is also revealed that Violet's dads have adopted her best friend, Lena. Violet says in reference to Lena, my sister from a couple of misters. The dads share the same last name and both wear t-shirts with the phrase, I'm with dad on the front and arrows pointing at each other. There is no denying their romantic relationship. It is extremely apparent that they are a couple. It is apparent that this particular producer is not finished with indoctrinating children by exposing them to homosexual relationships through a facade of normalcy. Uh, it is normal. There are gay people all over the fucking place. It's 2020. It's normal as fuck. Get over it. How long are they going to use this boogeyman to make money off and scare people? I mean, at least move on. The transgender people already. <laughs> You've used the gay thing enough. Move on to your new boogeyman. Obviously, I'm joking, folks. I'm joking. Don't move on to the transgender people. But that's their new boogeyman. I mean, they did the gay thing for so long, and now it's not working as much anymore. People are tired of it. Uh, gay people are becoming more normalized. So now it's time to move on to the transgender people, the non-binaries. That's their new fucking tactic. Fear-mongering. That's all the fuck they do. And I guess that's all the stories I'm going to cover. I did a good hour and 45 minutes of religious bullshit today. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Now let me finish up by reading the chatty chat chat. What you guys got to say? Let me check the super chats first. Um, a big thanks to JT for the Wednesday show. Yep, I said that. JT is a hero. Appreciate that. Um, Sex Pecan. Is that your name? SXX Pecan. $15. Thank you. Very generous. Can you be my father? Uh, I might be your father. Who's your mom? Might want to ask her. Do we look alike? I got around, so who knows? But uh, I'll be your surrogate father. How about that? Just watch my show, and I will influence you like a father would through my broadcast. Thank you for that. H.S. Ross with the $10. Super champ! Do you think the right gets their ability to believe anything that is ideologically convenient from religion? That they get both religion and other wishful thinking from tribalism or something else? Um, I think basically people are taught from birth about religion generally. Like, that's what happened to me. Like, my mom, who was an amazing mom, and my grandparents and my aunts and stuff, they raised me, and they all loved me, and they all took amazing care of me. And they believed it with all their heart, and they told me this stuff was true. And these are the people that had taken great care of me, and I knew they loved me. And I knew that they didn't mean me any harm. So why would they lie to me? 
So I just believe because I couldn't believe these people who had done all this for me and who were my rocks on this planet would lie to me about this. What I didn't realize is that they didn't know that they were lying. They were told this bullshit by their parents who loved them and their parents were told this bullshit by their parents who loved them and it's gone on and on and on forever in this game of telephone since the beginning of fucking humanity. And it's just hard. It's, there's the uh, sunken cost fallacy. You invest so much of your life and time into believing this stuff. To stop believing or to give it up means that you have wasted so much time, so much energy into this stuff. And most people are just not willing to take that leap. And I also think there's kind of a, a form of viral protection. It's almost like a virus protection program that keeps you from questioning. As long as you never question it, the memes in your head, which means are basically like thought viruses, they can't be replaced by other memes. And um, it's like having Norton antivirus in your brain that makes you not question shit. So I think that has a lot to do with it, in my opinion. Thank you for that, HS Ross. HS Ross, $5. I think a lot of veterans are very poor enjoying for economic opportunities. I get that. I don't mean to shit on veterans too much. I was just mainly joking when I said fuck veterans. I know a lot of people do it because they want the benefits and uh, they, are, they, they feed upon the poor. Military is mostly made of poor people that are, you know, conned into risking their lives so rich people can make more money. And I feel bad for them. I don't think you should join the military, but I don't mean to shit on them too hard. And get killed and maimed for evil oligarchs. I agree. They do not deserve contempt. I, 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 well, I sort of agree and sort of disagree. Like, if you're conned into going over and killing strangers by millionaires, I do think that deserves condemnation. I do think that deserves criticism. I don't think we should say, oh, well, you're just, you know, you're, you're not responsible for being fooled into doing this. If you're hurting people, you're responsible. I don't care if you're a con or not. You have to take responsibility for it. So I sort of agree and sort of don't agree, but I appreciate that. Jason Ashby, Canadian $10. Not sure if you covered the insane documentary, Plandemic. Um, I read about it earlier. I have a bookmark to talk about on Friday's show. So we're going to, I haven't watched it yet, but I have read about it. So, uh, but it might be worth checking out for a future show. Thanks for the last. Later, Masturbator. Hey, later, dude. Thank you for joining me. Jason Aspie. Thank you for supporting the show. Really appreciate that. Kaylee Hardy, $2. Thank you, Kaylee Hardy. Poor Los Gatos. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to assume it means that I'm incredibly sexy, and you're incredibly sexy, too. So thank you for that. H.S. Ross, $10. Aren't divorce rates up? Because, one, women have more opportunity as they should, and two, the working class has faced stagnant real wages and increased difficulty supporting their families. Uh, yeah, the millennials have really been hit hard. So I don't blame them for not getting married. I'm sure it's a lot of reasons, but I guarantee that has a lot to do with it too. Um, religion's dying off. I think that has to do with it. Yeah, but just people are poor. They can't afford to start families. They can't afford to buy houses. So blame the economy. Blame the billionaires. You want to blame somebody, in my opinion. Uh, don't blame the gays. The chemist, $5. I need your show to continue to play Borderlands. Well, it's about to be over, but I will be back on Friday. So... I have plenty of shows I've done in the past. Just download one of those and listen to it. Mystery Dude, $3 Canadian. Thank you, Mystery Dude. I appreciate that. And I can't see the other one, so let me see if I can go over here and find it. Uh, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Beers and Nats. Would you watch Waco on Netflix? Uh, would I watch it? I would. I haven't watched it. I know about Waco. I remember Waco. Um, I don't think the government went in there and murdered all those people, though. I don't think they set the place on fire. Maybe they did. Maybe they accidentally knocked over a lantern or something and that set the place on fire. But I don't think they did it on purpose. But I remember when the conspiracy theories were coming out and all about that shit. I was all into that Alex Jones stuff back in the day. 
It's not ego. If God appeared on in front of me now, I would forever after undoubtedly believe. Yeah, I mean, God knows exactly how much evidence I need to believe in him. He has the power, if he exists, to give me that evidence. It'll be very easy for him to do. And yet he chooses not to. So God, if he exists, has decided for me to be an atheist. And who am I to go against the will of God? So, thank you, God. Appreciate that. Um, I agree with both of the fifth column videos today. We should call the all mercenaries instead of contractors. Yep. That whole mercenary thing that happened in Venezuela was crazy as fuck. I'm going to talk about that on Friday's show, too. Interesting times we live in. Veterans are brainwashed trying to make God happy. Yep, that's true. Most of them think that they're actually heroes that are fighting for our freedom or whatever. They're definitely brainwashed into believing jingoistic bullshit, but, you know, you have to take responsibility for being brainwashed. It's like Christians have to take responsibility for it, too, in my opinion. Just an unexpected delight. Cult of Dusty has given us another great show. Kitties, religious BS, and humans in the chat make this such a good show. This is this was an awesome, this was an awesome episode, Dusty. Talking's hard. Good thing I don't do it for a living. And here's a kitty. Here's Miss Misty to show you guys with before we go. Love you, Dusty. Love you, Patty Anderson. Thanks for joining us. God is an asshole. I agree with you, Katina Gearbox. I will be back on Friday, folks. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for tuning in. If you guys like the show, if you guys want to see me do more of these Wednesday religious shows, let me know. You have to encourage me. Encouragement goes a long way. So send me nice messages on either Twitter or on the comments if you want to see me continue to do this. And also support me on Patreon. Patreon.com. That's a great way to support the show. I really appreciate that. I'll see you guys Friday. Love you guys so much. Stay healthy out there. Keep your asses at home. And as always, till next time, fuck God and logic. Fuck yes. Good night, everybody.